Hello and welcome to this new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. Today, Brother Stephen will be talking about stewardship of obedience during the Bible segment. Before that, we'll be having Savim Teshi talk about swallowing difficult. We also have great tunes that will be coming your way. To start off, here's Nathaniel Nyagol with the song, Showers of Blessings. Jesus we call 
Are you still keeping me company? Here's to the cell segment by Msavium Teshi. Karibu. Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Our topic for today is swallowing difficulty. The human body is a tribute to the exquisite engineering skills of our creator. The mere act of swallowing requires the coordination of almost 50 pairs of muscles and nerves, and yet we successfully swallow food and liquids dozens of times a day without even a second thought. A tube called the esophagus connects our mouth to our stomach where a highly corrosive acid is produced to help digest the food we eat. Because that acid can cause serious inflammation and scarring of the esophagus, a circular muscle is found at the far end of the esophagus to maintain a high pressure zone, preventing acid from flowing back upward towards our mouth. This circular muscle relaxes only when we swallow, allowing passage of the swallowed food into our stomach. Unfortunately, as many as 250 million people around the world experience trouble swallowing because of damage to their swallowing mechanism. If you are one of these unfortunate people, eating and drinking is a constant struggle and it can lead to a serious threat to your health. The long-term consequences can lead to poor nutrition and dehydration because it is difficult to take in enough nutrients to meet your body's needs, to pneumonia from food spilling into your lungs, and even to death. The causes of swallowing problems generally fall into one of two categories. Either the food becomes trapped at the upper end or at the lower end of your swallowing tube. At the upper end, problems related to nerve and muscle damage can weaken your throat muscles, making it difficult to advance food from your mouth into your throat. The specific causes are such disorders as aging-related wear and tear of the swallowing mechanism or a prior history of such diseases as polio, a stroke, or radiation treatments for cancer. In children, the damage may be the results of a cleft lip or a cleft palate. Symptoms may include choking, gagging, or coughing when you try to swallow. Food and liquids may pass through your vocal cords and leak down your windpipe, causing pneumonia. Problems at the lower end of the esophagus tend to be related to acid escaping the stomach and inflaming the scarring, the lower end of the swallowing tube. A situation develops in which the muscles at the lower end of the esophagus become so stiff and narrowed that they cannot relax properly to allow food to enter your stomach. 
If you have difficulty swallowing, you are probably well aware that you have a problem because of the coughing, choking and gagging you suffer when you try to swallow or because you awaken at night coughing and choking due to food coming back up into your throat. The specific cause can be identified when your doctor has you swallow some chalky liquid and then takes x-ray pictures as the liquid passes to your stomach. Doctors can also insert a small tube into your esophagus to measure pressures, identifying how well your muscles relax as you swallow. Living with swallowing difficulties can be challenging, affecting your interaction with friends and family, your productivity at work and the overall quality of your life. Even though swallowing difficulties caused by nerve damage can't be prevented, there are things you can try at home that may ease some of your symptoms. A change in your eating habits is the main component of the treatment. Try eating smaller, more frequent meals and cut your food into small pieces. Eat slowly, chewing your food well before swallowing. You can also try eating foods with different textures to see if certain of those textures cause you more trouble. Some people find that thin liquids such as coffee and juice are a problem. For others, sticky foods such as peanut butter can be difficult to swallow. Avoiding these specific problem foods is helpful. If acid irritating the lower end of your swallowing tube causes you to feel heartburn, try taking antacids that you can buy without a prescription, lose weight to lessen the pressure of your abdomen pushing acid out of your stomach, and avoid alcohol, tobacco and caffeine because these can make heartburn worse. For those people whose swallowing problem is found to be the result of an abnormality at the upper end of their swallowing tube, a diet of food that has been ground into a consistency resembling baby food is recommended. Alternating bites of food with sips of fluids may help. Patients who have trouble swallowing liquids may benefit from having their liquids thickened with thickening agents such as starch, yogurt or fluid rice. If the swallowing improves, the diet can be advanced to soft and semi-solid foods. Additionally, learning how to tuck in your chin to decrease the space between the base of the tongue and the back of the throat, learning simple ways to place food into your mouth and learning exercises that can help you to coordinate and strengthen your swallowing muscles may help you to swallow successfully. Your doctor may ask a therapist to instruct you in learning these techniques and exercises. If your swallowing problem is the result of an abnormality at the lower end of your swallowing tube just above the stomach, you probably have acid leaking from your stomach into the lower end of your esophagus. Medicines prescribed by your doctor may be able to reduce the amount of stomach acid that is inflaming your esophagus. The leak may have already caused severe narrowing at the lower end of your swallowing tube and your doctor may be able to pass a tube through the narrowed area. This tube has a special balloon attached to its far end. Slow inflation of the balloon can stretch the narrowing, allowing food to pass easier. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Yoko, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening.
For those who just joined us, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangim. Do not forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Like I promised, here's a song, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less by Nathaniel Nyagol. Jesus Christ died for me. It is now time to get our spiritual nourishment from Brother Steve Rundu. Be blessed. (laughs) 
stewardship of obedience. Our key text today comes from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verses 1, all the way to 40. And I shall read to you the excerpts from different verses. Hear now, O Israel, the decrees and laws I am about to teach you. Follow them so that you may live, and may go in and take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. Do not add to what I command you, and do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. If you go down to verses 5, it says, See, I have taught you decrees and laws as the Lord my God commanded me, so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to take possession of it. Observe them carefully, for this will show you wisdom and understanding to the nations who will hear about all these decrees and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Only be careful, that is verses 9, and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to other children after them. Remember the day you stood before the Lord God at Horeb when he said to me, Assemble the people before me to hear the words so that they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and may teach them to the children. God's point was clear talking to the children of Israel. His people's ability to enjoy the land will depend on their obedience towards his decrees. Even though they had done nothing to earn this blessing, recounts Old Testament professor Patrick D. Miller, they could preserve their continuing and future possession of the land only at that basis. In much the same way we maintain possession of the free gift of salvation through our empowerment by the Holy Spirit to do good works and to remain obedient. Sadly, too few Christians understand the correlation between the Old and the New Testaments with regard to God's justice and continuing call to obedience. Many Christians tend to divide in the scriptures into two, evoking images of an angry Old Testament God who eagerly brings vengeance upon those who disobey his laws and the New Testament caricature of a God who has jettisoned his law in order to shower grace indiscriminately on everyone. Such a misconception cheapens grace, robbing it of much of its true meaning and beauty. Author and social activist Ronald J. Sider observes this. Now many recent evangelical authors have deplored the way cheap grace has warmed its way into the evangelical world. In a recent cover story in Christianity Today, George Banner decrees our costless faith concluding that we have made it too easy to be born again. Sleek evangelical marketers have offered eternal salvation as a free gift if you just say yes to a simple formula. God loves you. Humankind blew the relationship, but he has a plan for your life. Just saying the magic words triggers the contract was what we told people. The response. Boomers studied the offer and realized it was no loose proposition. Eternal security at nothing down, no future payments, just simple verbal assent. The deal specified nothing about life change. Why not accept a no-cost fire insurance policy? The result, Banner sadly not, is born again, people living just like everybody else. From the perspective of Emirates University President Rex M. Rogers, the fundamental concept of Christian liberty stands or falls on a 
proper understanding of God's call for us as his people to steward our obedience. Christian liberty is not about doing whatever we want to do whenever we want to do it. It is neither a Christian version of hedonism nor a Christian form of situation ethics. Carl G. Crominger asserts that Christian liberty or moral discernment should seek out and command the things that really makes a difference, the things that are truly advantageous and this activity must issue from life. Christian liberty choices are more about free from that free form. And I'm going to repeat that because it is very important for you, my listener, to, to understand this phrase that Christian liberty choices are more about free for than free from. Our Christian responsibility is to show the non-Christian world what freedom in Christ is really like. And our Christian opportunity is to influence culture with the same freedom that comes from our Savior who is truth, liberty, and life. I call upon you, my listener, that yes, God has given you the power of free will, but in the same Bible we are called upon to give our will unto Him so that He can be able to make us free from evil. It is not enough just to say that we, we have been given salvation by, by faith and therefore we should not be obedient. We can maintain that salvation given to us freely by being obedient to him who gave us the salvation. Think about this. What does it look like to steward obedience in your life? Does your culture make grace easy? In what ways? And how does obedience make you free? Let us pray, my brother. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for the promises that you have given unto us in your Bible, Lord. And we thank you even for the death of your Son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. But Lord, today we have learned that it is not enough just to believe the same. Through your Holy Spirit, he will help us to understand your word and to be obedient to your decrees and statutes. For Revelation says, And now, here is the patience of the saints, those who kept the commandments of God and they have the faith of Jesus. Lord, teach us how to be obedient to your commandments. We ask that you help us fully to experience your grace. We have prayed, trusting and believing in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. I hope that you've been blessed just like I was. Unfortunately, we have come to the end of our show for today. Feel free to give your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. You can also drop us an email at awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Have a blessed and a fruitful day as you continue to listen to other shows. Be sure to join us tomorrow. I have been your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Savior above